Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the SBA podcast. My name is Emma Foster, and I'm the secretary of SBA, and I'm here with a couple other members. If you guys want to introduce yourselves. Hi, I'm Christina. I'm the vice president of SDA. Hi, I'm Justice, and I'm a second year in dietetics. Hi, I'm Emily, and I'm also a second year in dietetics. Hi, I'm Phoebe, and this is my last year in dietetics. So our question for today's podcast is if you could be on one reality TV show, which one would you be on and why? I'll start. Um, I would probably be on Big Brother because I grew up watching it with my family and I was always really interested and I like the challenges that it gives. I feel like for me, if I could be on a reality TV show, this is kind of different, but I would want to be on like Fixer Upper with Chip and Joanna. <laughs> I feel like that would just be cool. <laughs> For me, I would say um, my 600 pound life. It's really interesting, like seeing how, you know, like people let themselves go that bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I would either be on a <laughs> show like MasterChef, but my cooking abilities definitely aren't good enough. Or like Survivor. I got really into Survivor over winter break. Um, so I'd love to try that out. So this week's episode um, of the podcast is all about New Year's resolution since it was just New Year's. And um, so one of the first things that we were wondering was, yeah, so I would say that like, in the past, some of my typical ones were just, like, eating better, got to go on a diet, like, got to go to the gym, get a gym membership and work out, like, so many days a week, which I feel like is obviously a lot of people's probably resolutions. Um, And then also, like, another thing for me was just staying organized, um, like, just keeping track of my agenda or, like, keeping my room clean. Like, those are some of my resolutions, um, which usually never lasted more than like two weeks so not so hot for me (laughs) I definitely agree my new year's resolutions in the past were always like health related it was always like oh drink a gallon of water a day and like run more but to be honest I hate running so telling myself to start the year off with running was always always started in the wrong direction (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah I can relate I used to hate running too couldn't even do like four miles per hour I mean that's like the, the slowest that you can go mm-hmm. but now it's 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 getting better and yeah it's it's also part of my uh, new year resolution just to like maintain what I'm doing right now yeah in the past I feel like I honestly never like I feel like occasionally I would set them but honestly the majority of time I just didn't even bother setting new year's resolutions so what that says about me I don't know but yeah I just I guess I always felt like I'm like, it's just going to be like a chore or like something else I'm worrying about. So I feel like that was like my mindset towards it. In the past, I feel like I always set them more just because I knew I would get asked like, hey, what's your New Year's resolution? I'm like, oh, maybe just to work out more. And it never like, yeah, I'll go to the gym occasionally, but it was never like a set routine. Um, so did any of you guys set any resolutions for this year or what are your current opinions on New Year's resolutions? Do you think they're more helpful or hurtful in the long run? So I personally did not set any New Year's resolutions. Um, just thinking about like past years, how it just has never worked out for me. 
Um, I was like, what is going to change this year type of thing? And also, I don't really like looking at the new year as like a fresh start and like setting big goals for myself over the year because I think, Emma, you're talking about this, like you just know you're not going to like stick to it. So why would you set those goals? And then it's just discouraging when you're not able to reach them. Um, so for me, I'm like really into small goals that you can like hit every week. So for example, like I got this book, 52 Changes for the Mind. And instead of like setting a New Year's resolution, like a big goal, I set a goal to just like read that once a week because like every week it gives me a new like small change I can I can do. And then like once I'm done with that change, I move on to the next week. Um, so I don't know. I'm just like not really a fan of New Year's resolutions. Um, I think they don't last very long. And like, why should you have to start them every year? Then it's not sustainable, I guess. Like just it should be a part of your like lifestyle, I think, personally. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Um, I what I will say is like I appreciate resolutions. Like I appreciate that. Um, like it's it's always good to like take a second and like kind of reflect on um, like your life and like what you're doing and your habits. And I think that that can be a really healthy thing, but. I, you know, I don't think you always have to do it, like, on January 1st. I think you can kind of do it whenever. And, um, but I definitely, like, appreciate that, like, idea of, like, you know, having goals for yourself, but. I definitely agree with that, too. I'm a huge fan of change. So when the new year rolls around, I feel super motivated to change things in my life. Um, but I've always thought that, yeah, New Year's resolutions, um, at least like the general sense of them it's like oh I'm gonna get a gym membership and like go to the gym every year and so like gyms rack up their prices in January um I always thought those were more helpful or more hurtful rather than helpful um because like what Emily was saying um they're just like unattainable and then people become um like disappointed when they can't achieve those goals so I love that viewpoint that you have Emily of like setting small more attainable goals every week or like you said um that book you got you just want to read more um this semester I've always loved the new year's resolutions that are like I want to do more of this not I want to do like this specific amount of this so that's always how I like try to tailor my goals and my resolutions for the year but I'm also like I'm a big fan of change so the new year and like new goals and new habits and new perspectives are super exciting for me. Yeah like this semester like or this like year like when it rolled around and you know people started like talking about like whatever they were doing I was just kind of like I'll just set really like broad broad goals so like I just want to get more sleep because I had such an awful sleep schedule last semester it was really bad so I just want to like focus on like trying to get more sleep and if it doesn't happen every day you know that's fine and like it's not like I have to go to bed at 10 o'clock every single day it's just like like being mindful of it and like you know trying to like focus on it a little bit yeah I think that in the past I definitely set really unrealistic goals and now looking back, I'm like, okay, that wasn't good for me and my mental health. And I agree with Christina, like I'm really big on change and I love it. But this year I kind of took a different route and I was like, 
I just want to be more mindful of everything and just like work on my mental health and like my physical health and just like my health overall instead of being like oh I need to lose this amount of weight and things like that yeah that one too it's you know how you like oh I need to be at that certain way so people like based on their body by the scale and I find it's very bad for the mental health like I used to like looking at the scale like oh I need to weigh that certain way but now it's just like I'm looking in the mirror I need to like oh I need to shape this up I need to tone this up rather than oh I need to weigh that specific weight you know yeah I agree Mm -hmm. I think that's a really good perspective to have like focusing on like how your body feels and maybe certain aspects that you're like I know Justice and I have been talking about Whitney Simmons nonstop and how we want those booty gains. So we're like, you know, our bodies are beautiful, but we want a booty. So like, we're going to work on that. But that's not like, oh, I need to weigh like this amount of pounds just because like Whitney Simmons weighs that amount of pounds. So I know that's something that like we're like working together on. Um, And I wanted to add like something that I started this year that I've never done before is before writing down the resolutions I had, I wrote like a page of what I learned in 2020, Um, not necessarily like fitness or health related, but things that affect my mental health, setting personal boundaries with like friends and families. And I was like, okay, I learned these things from my experiences in 2020, like how am I going to implement them in 2021? So that my overall health, like my mental, physical, and emotional is all um, set so that like I have enough love for myself that I'm able to also like grow with love and like give that love like to people. Christina, I literally love that you said that because I wanted to talk about like how I kind of did the same thing. And instead of like setting resolutions, I called them intentions for like Mm -hmm. at least the, the semester. And I did like the same thing you did where like, I'm going to set boundaries, um, like personal boundaries. Like I want to sleep more. I want to like just little things, but I didn't look at them as like resolutions are these massive changes. It was just like, I intend to do this. And I like, I'm going to do this because I need to for my mental health type of thing. So I really like that you said that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely focusing on ourselves more in 2021 because being alone with myself so much in 2020 really showed me that I'm awesome like on my own and I need to be giving myself more energy like even though like I miss hanging out with my friends and they'll get all the attention when they can and when it's safe but for the time being I need to focus on myself and my boundaries. You were talking to somebody and they you know they like wanted to set these like intentions also like like what would you say like motivates you to do that I feel like you kind of already touched on that but like yeah so um I guess my motivation is always like my like happiness and um putting myself first because I have a tendency I'm a people pleaser so I like always put other people's intentions first um and in 2020 I learned that like okay putting other people before yourself will get you in trouble sometimes and like it will hurt you in the long run so I had to like step back and be like okay what boundaries can I set for myself that will help me be happier in the long run and will also not push people away but let people know like oh what you did 
like cross some boundaries like here's how we can communicate together and like work through that so we're respecting each other's boundaries in the future so that we're both happier in the long run like my biggest motivation always is like happiness because I'm like I'm a really anxious person and something that helps me like get out of like a panic attack or get out of those really low lows is remembering like I'm only like I know that low low because like I've been so high before like I've been so happy that like I can get back back to that I was gonna say like my main thing because like let's just normalize this like my main thing was I started seeing a therapist which literally love my therapist she's amazing and like like I said like let's normalize this because it's not um and I see her like once a month not not that much but like she has motivated me to like set intentions same thing you were saying Christina like set boundaries and I feel like just having her there like she's like you need a journal once a day so I try to do that and then once you like start setting these like habits for yourself it's like normal then you you do it every day and you don't even think about it and like when you don't do it you feel weird so I always like stick to this quote that um it's like action drives motivation. Like you have to take action first and then you'll become motivated. Like the more you do it and see changes. So that's like what motivated me. And now it's like that constant state of, okay, I feel good when I do this. So like, I want to keep doing it. What motivates me is um, becoming a dietitian requires you to interacting with people. I personally, I'm a little bit social awkward and I'm really quiet. So this year, I just want to like expose myself more, which is why I'm joining um, SDA and NutriEd group. Yeah, I just want to like get over that anxiety. Even right now, I'm talking to you guys. My heart is like pounding so fast and I'm like, my hands are shaking, but I'm trying to like cool myself down, trying to like normalize everything. Just like, hey, I'm here talking to you guys will probably helps a lot. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. The mental health state is it's really important to be healthy. Mm-hmm. Don't worry, I feel the same way. Like it's totally normal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I, and I love that too because you're like you have like a goal, and then you're like putting action like towards that goal. Like I don't know, I think that's so important. Like I think it's easy to say like, oh, like in 2021, I want to be healthier or I want to do this or I want to do that or I want to make a billion dollars but it's like you're not doing anything that like like kind of promotes that almost like in your life I don't know so I I like love that you're like taking that action like getting more involved that's really cool all right so we kind of went on this beautiful mental health journey and I love that I love that we are all prioritizing ourselves and putting ourselves into uncomfortable situations for growth. Um, but Emma and I wanted to ask you guys, what do you guys think, or if your friends have ever been like, oh, this is my New Year's resolution. And it's like, I'm gonna run 12 miles a day um, and I'm gonna hit like this amount of like calories or like this amount of protein like every day. What are your guys' opinions on setting such specific measures and then like rating your success or failure based on that? And I know we touched on that a little bit earlier. It just causes like stress on them and I'm, they'll get like super discouraged and you don't want that, but you also want to be that supportive friend, I feel mm-hmm. like. And so it's kind of like a hard situation at the end, but 
it's also important to help them like understand that like when they set such crazy goals that it might be harder to achieve and in the long run it's just going to be disappointment and regret whereas if they had more broad goals like Emma was saying then like they can still work on running and eating better and like their overall health but they don't have to set such like insane goals mm-hmm. as a future dietitian when talking to your friends justice do you like feel the need to be like I love that you are trying to work on yourself but like this goal might hurt you in the long run or do you like I know I'm the kind of friend that like I wouldn't want to like hurt my friend and be like what you're doing is is gonna hurt you but I also like don't want my friends to hurt themselves so how do you approach like that kind of situation um I think it's important to like know your friend's personality first because like I know I'm kind of bad at accepting like criticism and like I don't know stuff like that so if somebody were to just bluntly be like no like that's stupid that's you're not going to be able to do it like I would approach it more like that's a good idea but what if you started here and like built up like what if you started running a mile every week or like doing the couch to 5k things like that instead of just setting such a harsh like 12 mile a day goal it's important to like keep their feelings intact while also trying to keep their health intact maybe like setting the goal and not like disagreeing with them maybe kind of like encourage them like oh hey how about this year you're going to like you know achieve 50 percent of it and then the other 50 you can do it next year you don't have to like force yourself to do 100 percent this year kind of stay consistent through time i think that will probably help with the mental health regarding goal setting yeah and is there what do you think are like qualities of like what do you think qualities are of i guess attainable goals in a way or like goals that are going to be like more empowering and like more confidence giving versus more like stringent and you know like if you don't um if you don't achieve it then you're going to feel bad about yourself like i would say like the goals have to fit into your lifestyle so if you're a super busy person and you've never worked out before like don't set a goal to work out five days a week and because that might not be that might just not fit into your lifestyle so maybe two days a week would be good or just like walking every day a little bit um or like i was saying earlier just small tiny goals like every week so maybe just drinking one extra glass of water a day um also another thing i really like is i like to like add something in and then i like to like take something out maybe so like let's say okay let's eat more vegetables every day like i want to add that in um, and I want to take out, like, going to bed at midnight, I guess, and, like, push that up. Like, something to, like, group your goals so it's maybe more fun and, like, they have subjects and you can, like, keep them separated. But that's what I would say for attainable goals. I really like that. And I think, like, it's so important, like, when somebody, like, when you're talking to somebody about this or, like, when you're talking to somebody about, like, what goals you have for yourself this year or you know, whatever is like to kind of like 
help everyone remember like why they're doing it in the first place like making sure that is that it's coming from like a place of like such like self-love and like self-care and really wanting to better yourself versus like hating your way to like becoming a new person I don't know I think that like yeah your reason behind it is really important yeah and I think a lot of people are like oh I have this goal to weigh this much but it's like could we switch that where it's like instead of you want to like fit into those jeans or like weigh that certain weight like maybe I want to have more energy or I want to be able to sleep better at night or I want to be able to like crush my workouts I think that is a different way to like look at your goals as well yeah and I think that's super important because who tells us we have to weigh a certain amount society like I think it's so silly when people base their New Year's resolutions on what other people will think of them and how society will treat them but Emily I love how you brought up like oh I want to do this so I have more energy like focusing your goals and your New Year's resolutions on yourself so you do stay true to your intentions and to your why because I feel like a lot of people get lost in like oh I want to lose weight so like so and so and such and such thinks I look better but as much as like other people influence our lives they can never really take a hold of like their opinion is never going to motivate us to achieve our own goals like our own intrinsic motivation is the only thing that's going to get us to our goals we keep going on these wonderful tangents i love it especially when like if somebody like we're nutrition students like we're constantly like in this world kind of like thinking about these things but like especially to somebody who isn't really familiar with like a lot of like nutrition and health topics like yeah so the one commercial I keep seeing is like an apple cider vinegar gummy I don't know like the brand name but the whole commercial if you guys have seen it it's basically like if you take this you're gonna sleep better you're gonna have more energy you're gonna like no sweets like you're not gonna crave anything like it's gonna suppress your appetite like you'll be good I'm literally like from a gummy like how so that one makes me really angry because it's just completely like, it's giving the wrong message. Um, and also, I think that just like, you know, we know this stuff because we study it, but it's crazy, like how people don't really like know this stuff and they think, oh, I do have to buy that product to lose weight. So it just kind of like reiterates this whole idea of like losing weight like, in a not healthy way. Um, and also it gives this like persona around weight loss that it has to be terrible. And like you have to like totally change your diet and take gummies and restrict. And it again, it's like a lifestyle change. Like these habits, you have to be able to like if you can't do it for your whole life, why do it for a few months to lose 10 pounds? That's kind of like how I look at it. I also think that the people that are watching these commercials, when they see the before and after results, are like I lost this many pounds they're gonna think that they can look the exact same but they don't understand that like even if christina and i ate the same amount like worked out the same every single day we still wouldn't have the same body as anyone else and i feel like that's a really important thing that they need to like remember because when they see that commercial they're gonna be like oh i'm gonna look exactly like that yeah, and like when they show, like when like they show before and afters like that, like that's like maybe like a year after. They don't show five years after the effects that going on that diet probably had on a person's mental health 
and their self-worth and like not to mention their physical health like they you don't see the whole story you don't see the whole picture and I think that that is so like damaging and hurtful and then also I don't know what Noom is like kind of newer so I don't know like how much you guys know about it but they love to advertise as like a lifestyle like because that's the way that people like to talk now like about health which like I totally agree like health should be like a lifestyle but they are now advertising noon this like restrictive diet as a lifestyle and I'm like that is so mean why are you doing that to people I've seen a lot of things about noon um on like youtuber sponsored videos so they're like let me show you this app and I feel like that's really bad for their viewers because like they're supposed to be oh they're supposed to be like influencers and they're like influencing the wrong things for the wrong people mm-hmm. i completely agree a youtuber i absolutely adore she does a lot of like what i eat in a days and she's plant-based and she just got like sponsored by my fitness pal like a calorie tracking app and i was like sister no like your audience is impressionable they are like young adults maybe even kids watch her episodes and like it's just sending the wrong message that like oh this person I look up to is using this app and is doing this um and like so I have to do that and I have to do like eat the same way she is and like get the same amount of points on this app and whatever and I think it's all like a terrible cycle I mean at the end of the day it's all about money for them the Weight Watchers, Nutrisystem, Noom, the YouTubers that are being sponsored with MyFitnessPal, they just want the money, and mm-hmm. that's not good. Yeah, I feel like they're targeting people that who's, like, beginners or starting to go on a diet journey. I also think that um, whatever the food that they package in these um, commercial diet commercials, it's also went through processing, too. You know, it's not whole, it's not whole food, it's not fresh. And yet they they advertising it as, oh, if you eat this, you lose to that certain pound or you look like this. But then again, people, I don't think they have the knowledge or they haven't given um, informed the information that these stuffs are still like processed food. But And like similar to that, and I know Emily said something similar, like, like I'm assuming you're not going to order Nutrisystem flipping pizzas every day for the rest of your life like you're not getting those shipped to your house every month for the rest of your life so I'm just like I really will wish that people could I don't know just focus on like their habits and like educating themselves and like like wanting to better their health like instead of you know going on this quick fix diet you know whatever yeah this one youtuber that I've been keeping up with for like two years now she tried everything she tried every diet commercials but the thing is it's all about behavior change she's never changed and she never lost anything you know but she's still trying to you know like try all of the commercial diets but still yeah she got a lot of hates for it too since she didn't lose any weight but yeah it's these commercial can be really misleading Um, what would you guys do in this scenario? So in however many years, we're all flourishing dietitians and a patient comes in and they're like, hey, I tried Nutrisystem and I gained weight. Like this is false advertising. Like 
how would you go about telling them about um, what diets and lifestyle changes would be attainable, balanced, and healthy, but also allow them some food freedom so they don't become restrictive? What kind of advice would you guys give them? I would say my big thing is eating like regular meals, like the three meals a day, balanced, not restricting anything. You can have what you want and still be able to lose weight. Um, and I know I just mentioned this earlier, but like setting a goal, like, okay, how about this week? Like we add in more vegetables um, instead of being like, all right, you have to cut all this stuff out. You know what I mean? So maybe like, getting their interest in like the foods they like to eat and being able to like meal plan and meal prep around like the foods they like to eat so they feel like they're not you know restricting as much and then like setting those weekly goals or like monthly goals or however long um of adding stuff in maybe taking stuff out like setting physical activity goals as well things that aren't too like you have to eat this much and like burn this many calories but still are like creating those habits that will you know, help them in the long run. Yeah, I think I would um, like talk to them a little bit and kind of, yeah, like assess their, their motivations again, as we were talking about that before. Like, I just, I really think you, you have to be doing it because you love yourself. Like, I really, I don't, I think if you're not quite there yet, or you're not really looking in that direction, I don't know how successful that would be because I just really think that's like your motivation. You're not gonna like, you have to want to better your health and better yourself. Like because of that, I don't know if that makes sense, but. I think it's important to, to like have a sit down with the patient and be like, Hey, I know that you joined Weight Watchers or whatever to like lose weight fast. And I think it's important to like get them to understand that it's a process and for a while it's going to be up and down and it's going to take a long time for them to get into those habits so doing it slowly is going to be really helpful and that they can't get discouraged because they didn't lose seven pounds in a week yeah i think that that's important is reiterating just the fact that like they didn't fail it wasn't them that failed it was the diet that failed them like and so i don't know because I'm sure that that can like really knock your self-confidence when you feel like, I don't know. I totally agree. I love what you just said, Emma, that like it wasn't them that failed. It was the diet that failed them. I think that like I want that as a bumper sticker. Um, I think that's beautiful. Nobody has anything else. I want to really thank you guys for taking the time today and coming on the podcast. It was really, really fun. I think we had a really, really good discussion. yeah, it was a blast. So thank you guys. And for anybody listening, thank you so much for listening. And we'll be back in about two weeks with another podcast.